Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Sage Advice Radio. I'm your host, Brandon Hauser, the Dream Teacher, clinical hypnotherapist, and psychic spiritual consultant. Coming to you live from Austin, Texas. It is finally cold uh, down here in, in Texas. My goodness, I was hoping and, and really enjoying all the beautiful sunny days, but now that it's uh, nice and cold, it really promotes that in my opinion, I, and maybe some of you share the same sentiment, really promotes a sense of closeness, you know, cuddling, connecting with those, um, you know, that are close to you, your loved ones, uh, spouses, partners, friends, whomever, uh, sometimes it's just, you know, on your own, cuddled up in a beautiful uh, blanket or somewhere cozy, maybe you have a fireplace lit, uh, just allowing yourself to feel really nice and snug and Insecure. I, I do enjoy that feeling um, with the cold. And really what it brings uh, my attention to and something that is a huge part uh, of the, the spiritual services industry is dealing with relationships. You know, every single one of us, every one of us has some kind of a relationship within our life. Uh, it's like almost impossible to go through life without having one relationship. Uh, even as a, a child, as a baby, when you're brought into this world, you have to develop a relationship, you know, with your guardians, with your parents. Uh, they're here to take care of you. And so that process, that trend uh, continues, you know, within our lives. And I think it's a huge part of why people seek psychic, spiritual advice. I don't think I know, you know, I, I live it uh, every day. Uh, and doing this work over 11 years now, that's one of the biggest questions. I I find myself saying something very often, uh, and I want to share with you some information that I have learned, one, you know, directly from spirit and source, and two, seeing it as a, a pattern repeating itself over and over, uh, is that relationships are absolutely, you know, I think that they're essential. Uh, for us to be able to grow and to maneuver in this world. But what we often forget is we have a relationship with our own self. And some people may find that confusing. Some people may find it cliche, you know, oh, self-love, love yourself, you know, invest into your own time, take care of you. Um, you know, it turns into almost like a bumper sticker meme kind of thing. But there is massive validity in it because the truth of the matter is that the relationship with yourself carries over into every aspect of your life. An easy way to help you think about this, if you recognize, you know, at the very least that you as a person, you have a, a soul, you have your human body, you know, there's a brain, you have a heart, um, and you have a soul. If you can, and if it's difficult for you to think about developing a relationship with self and what it even means, imagine this. The essence of who you are, the, the truest form of you, is that soul. You know, that's that piece that does go beyond physical matter, physical reality. That's the piece that moves on, you know, to the afterlife or reincarnation or whatever you believe in. That's that piece that actually moves. And so think about if you're trying to learn how to develop a relationship with yourself, think about that essence of self, that soul self, 
trying to understand and come to know the human self, the human body. And start with those little steps. You know, think of what does this pure, lighted, you know, ball of, of light and energy that is a soul, how does it feel about, you know, the human body that it's kind of attached to or connected with? Uh, and starting there really can allow some sense of a shift for you. I, I think it'll definitely help. And again, the beautiful part of really developing that relationship with self is that it extends to almost every aspect of your life, if not everyone. I think a lot of people find themselves, you know, in uh, relationships and of course relationships come with challenges, but remembering that, hey, you know, this person is kind of mirroring something inside of my own self, whether I see it or not, it allows a shift in your own perspective. And sometimes that can be all you need to shift from a problem situation or difficulty in a relationship or connection into something much more harmonious. I often find that when people have an objective view on what they're going through, they're able to see very clearly, you know, all the pieces, all the components, all the parts that add up to that whole experience. And so whether it's relationships, whether it's work, friends, colleagues, um, whether it's you know, going into school, wherever and, and whatever aspect of life that you're in, having that strong sense of self and that understanding of self is always, always going to serve as an asset for you. So um, without further ado, I want to introduce my uh, guest here for today, someone who I feel uh, absolutely, most likely has a, a pretty strong, solid relationship with self. But I'll let her kind of explain that. So uh, let's get to know our guest today. Our guest is uh, Amy, a divinatory reader with uh, many skill sets. So let's take a listen and uh, see what she has to, to offer here. All right. Hi there, Amy. Are you there? Yes, I am. Hello, Brandon. Hey. Hi. Welcome. Thank you for being here. Thank you for the invite. I'm very excited to be here. And I have to say, Stage of Science Radio is very amazing. <laughs> Thank you. I, I love doing it. I, I feel like, you know, it offers not only some solid advice, but a cleansing space. Um, I know that I feel uh, a sense of renewal, a kind of, um, not a purging, but a, a, a sense of projection of all the, the uh, honestly, without sounding too biased, you know, all the beautiful energies that I feel in this realm of work and this world uh, being put out there. So uh, any step that I can take, you know, to do that, I'm all about it. So I'm really glad that you and, and many other guests have been able to share that with me. So thank you. So I'd love to mm -hmm. let people get to know you a little bit. So Amy, what is it that you do in this field? Um, actually, it should be what I don't I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do quite a few different things. Um, I definitely use tarot. I use room, uh, many dignitary tools, hypnotherapy, mediumship, scrying, dominoes, cowrie shells, um, that's palmistry. Um, then I also use, um, 
spiritual counseling, I do life coaching, I'm an author, pretty much everything under one little cap. Yeah, that's a whole tool belt that you have um, at your yeah. use and at the ready. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a little bit. That's great. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think it's it's good, you know, to become well equipped and it doesn't and any context, you know, whatever whatever job, whatever profession it is that you're doing, you know, to be well prepared, you know, for, for whatever task is at hand. Um it's always a, a good thorough thing. And I think in the, the spiritual fields, you know, in this kind of work, there's there's so many different connections that you make with people, right? And sometimes people need different tools or different things. Mm-hmm. I agree wholeheartedly. There are many people out there with different opinions and beliefs. And one of the reasons I do as much as I do is so that I can connect and help them the way that they need. Absolutely. It's important, you know, to see them where they're at and then provide, you know, here comes that tool about, mm-hmm. all right. You're coming here. You've got this issue going on. Yep, I've got a tool for that. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and I think because we are such deeply facile people, we need to have a few extra tools just to, to be able to yeah. help because we should help. Absolutely. This realm, you know, the however you want to call it, the psychic or spiritual or astral or esoteric, uh, realm, mm-hmm. however you, you kind of classify it as, there are so many different things happening within it, so many layers, so many mm-hmm. uh, frequencies and ways of connecting that, yeah, you mm-hmm. have to have some sense of, of multiplicity in the tools that you have. Totally agree. Definitely. 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 <laughs> so, and I'm still learning to this day. <laughs> oh, gosh, yeah. If you are not learning, oh, you're you're stuck. You need to yep. probably learn a lesson so that you can go learn more. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, Amy, how long have you been doing this kind of work? Wow, I've been doing this since I was young. Oh, I grew up in a family that was very eclectic. Um, I like to joke around and say that I was raised in a, a hippie sense. That my family, my maternal and my paternal grandparents and my mother, they taught me these things. And of course, I walked away for a while, but it automatically drew me back. So I've been doing it since I was a child. Um, Publicly, I've been doing it since I was about 16. Um, Really got delved into it when I was about 18, 19, never really looked back at I'm 46 now. Wow. That's, Long time. That's uh, definitely, you've, you've invested in quite a bit of time into this. And uh, 16, you know, being professional, doing it that mm-hmm. way, um, have you noticed any differences, you know, since... Uh, you're 16 to where you are now as far as um, the connections, you know, that you've been able to make or maybe even a, a change in your own perspective. Have you seen anything oh. like that? Heaven, yes. Um, I think as we get older, 
our own perceptions change. Um, when I was younger, being of that mentality, I knew it was serious and it took it seriously. But my ability was very infantile at times. As I've gotten older, it's really grown. Um, I first began and I could you know, hear some things or see some things. Now, and people may laugh at this, but now I'm able to see things within my mind's eye very clearly, taste, smell, hear. It's dealt deeper and it becomes second nature. It's almost like the old lady sitting on my yeah. shoulder. <laughs> A lot stronger. Yeah, it, it's, uh, do you think that it's because of perhaps practicing and, and seeing it, being exposed to it um, regularly? Or do you feel that since it's been in your family, it's something sort of inherited or maybe a blend of both? I would say it's a blend of both, but it's also the fact that people, everyone, anywhere, have the same ability. Um, yeah, you know, it's definitely both, but I also think, too, that it's a muscle that has to be exercised regularly and trusted. This is something that is inherent in all of us. It's how we decide to proceed with it. Um, being exposed to it as a young child and, and not being told that it's, you know, nothing or, you know, pushing aside has definitely helped me to grow probably faster than others, possibly. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, continuing what I do daily, walking the path that I walk, that I've chosen, has definitely uh, helped me to understand it, accept it, and uh, use it more. So all of us, yeah. It does seem to be a sort of a beautiful blend of so many different aspects of self. And that's why I asked that because mm-hmm. it feels, I know for me, and let me speak for myself and see if you agree as well. I know for me, when I kind of came into acceptance of doing this work um, and I allowed myself to sit within it for the first few years, it started to feel like all the pieces of myself were kind of, coming together in one, even if I couldn't even see, you know, different parts of my personality or behaviors or beliefs, um, making a connection, it's all as if they just kind of started sinking into one path, uh, all these different aspects of self. And I honestly feel like now for me personally, there does register that kind of state of harmony with all these pieces of myself working together. Um, so I feel like, at least with this work, there is a certain necessity for a wholeness within self. Would you, would you agree with that? Oh, most definitely. There is. Um, you have to be whole uh, in order to help others. And when those puzzle pieces finally fall into place, you already know that you're whole. And it's tough. It, it can get very tough to try and get there. Yeah. Once you are, <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, but once you are, 
I think you're able to help people much easier as well yourself because when you help others, you're actually helping yourself first and foremost too. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. such a a beautiful point. Um, I think in the world today, uh, I know a pattern I have seen is that there's there's quite a bit of you know selfish behavior and, and traits that happen where you know you, you only focus on yourself, take care of yourself, um, you know don't go out of your way for other people because it's just going to drain you. You know you, you come first, number one. Um, you know, get everything you can, hoard everything you can, you know, a very much uh, a strong, almost extremist capitalist kind of perspective where, I, you know, I have nothing, I have no qualms with people, you know, getting their own, quote unquote, you know, and, and doing what's, mm-hmm. what's right for them. And I firmly believe that. But there's something that you had mentioned, which is when you help other people, you end up helping yourself. And I feel like this really reflects what I was saying in the beginning here, that that relationship with self gets reflected out into all the people that you meet, all the people. And so you're essentially, you know, helping yourself when you do help another people, even in that regard. But also, you know, in the other ways of like, well, I don't want to get too... um, extremist with it but you know just kind of recognizing okay we're all connected and so therefore when you help one you help the whole uh, etc but there's also that kind of interaction that happens with um, with clients I know in this particular field and for myself that sometimes a, a client will come through and they're having an issue with something that I have either just went through or I'm right in the midst of and like answers kind of just pour through for almost the both of us uh, in that sense. Mm-hmm. I've, I found that to happen uh, quite a few times. Well, well yes, it, it, it will. It's almost as if the universe is telling you you are prepared or because you've gone through it or you're ready to finish it to help somebody else. Like I had mm-hmm. told you earlier, um, we are a single pebble in a great big lake. But that ripple effect that, that pebble makes goes on forever. And whatever you're going through, whatever you've gone through, when you help another person and you help yourself, you're adding to that ripple effect. And the universe, I'm a firm believer that the universe would not put a person in your path unless you're ready to help them. (laughs) I I love that. I love that. And I really also believe that. And that helps me too. That kind of gives me a remembrance, you know, to like, remember, you know, all the people that come into your path, you know, there's, you can see it as randomness or you can choose to see it for what it is, you know, um, the layers of connection, you know, all of us mm-hmm. being connected together, um, you know, doesn't matter what's on the outside. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Actually, this reminds me of a thing that I do once a year here in Michigan in Rima um, at this event. And they always have this red thread 
um, that we always stand in a circle and the red thread is a connection. No matter where you are in the world, this red thread connects you. And this red this red thread is our bloodline. This red thread is our blood, our heart, our soul, our passion. And uh, I take that philosophy out into the world with me and uh, put it to use because every time I make a connection, even for a brief moment, I know that that person is taking a little bit of the red thread and going further mm-hmm. and spreading it out. I love that. That's a beautiful image to to imagine um, seeing a connection in that way. I don't know why, but for some reason, like when you say red thread, it holds a very specific energy, something that feels um, maybe not quite ancient, but uh, has a sense of history to it. Something about that energy of red thread. um, Mm -hmm. It feels really powerful. Ethereal almost, but yet earthly at the same time. Yeah. That's the general gives me. <laughs> yeah. That's. Uh, it gives me. So, I'm so sorry. You've like you've pulled me into another realm with this imagery and with this energy, and I'm just like seeing now. I, I literally just had this vision of like this red thread interweaving through like the computers and connecting all of us, you know, they're here <laughs> listening. Like it's so, uh, it just threw me into this really cool vision. And that's why I say, you know, there has to be something uh, with that energy. I love that. Almost makes me want to like create a whole other show called the red thread. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You'll have to come invite me and I'll tell you the whole history of the red thread theory. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Well, gosh, maybe you should be hosting that show then. Oh, no, 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 no. I'll let you do that. <laughs> I got my hands full. <laughs> you certainly do. You're quite involved. Um, I think you're telling me, you know, you have a whole community uh, that you kind of connect with uh, where you are. Uh, maybe tell us a little bit about that if you would like. Well, um, Actually, I'm eclectic pagan. I actually follow an eclectic Wiccan path. Um, though I do, as I as you have stated, and as I will state now, I am also a minister in multiple areas. I went to seminary school for, um, but I am eclectic Wiccan. I do have a coven that was from the very early 2000s and is still going strong, with well over 160 members worldwide. Um, and we go out in our community here and we help because um, I'm, a, I'm a huge supporter of veterans. My husband's a veteran, so we go out and we help out veterans. We help out the homeless. Um, we help out the animals. We help out um, women and children shelters. Um, and then the, the covenant itself teaches classes many classes, and then I'm happy to announce tonight um, we have now reached 60 members into our women's empowerment group um, that we have started wow. months so back. So we are very connected. The way I look at it is the community gives us a sense of purpose. Our job is to give back. Yeah, that's a lot of our proceeds go to charity, our readings, our classes, 
on the events that we host, a lot of it goes to charity. Wow, that's that's beautiful to be able to share in something like that. I think I think it's rare, honestly. I know there's quite a few, you know, groups and churches and things that people go to in different religious sects, you know, of, of their own beliefs. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think when it comes to people that are just more spiritually open, there really aren't too many places that are easy, you know, to congregate, and especially in person. So for you to be able to find that and to to be, you know, part of its core movement, I, I think that's a really beautiful thing and, and very humbling, I'm sure, too, uh, to be able to have that. It is very, being the age that I am now, you kind of start looking at, and it was always the, the idea the Phoenix Rising coming to be that, but the age that I became and what I want now, I'm heading into my early years, I want that more community connection because we need it. Like uh, my mom used to say, see a need, fill a need. And uh, I think that's what I'm doing now. And it is extremely humbling because you're helping so many people and you realize that you're just one tiny speck among millions. But yeah, you're helping yeah. as well. I love that. That's Very such a, a beautiful thing, honestly. Mm. That's, um, uh, for me, I'm a total sucker for any kind of uh, connection where people come together despite any sets of differences or even, you know, if there are similarities and congruences. It's There's something that affects me personally deeply when people come together um, to create, you know, a, a common focus or accomplish, you know, a similar goal, it speaks volumes. And and to be a little forward, to me, if there's anything that insinuates God in human form, it's that kind of thing um, mm-hmm. where everyone is just collected and connected together. And uh, it always, you know, touches me a lot. It gives me happy tears. You know, I, I'm a I'm a little bit of a sap sometimes, <laughs> especially for those moments. Um, and you know, I just feel it. But what beautiful representation, you know, uh, to have that. Thank you. Well, <clears throat> I'm glad that you can uh, share that experience with us. And hopefully, you know, if there are other people out there, this may be a sense of inspiration for them. Do you have any advice for people that you know may be out there that may feel a little lost and can't find things like this to connect with maybe they're in a town where that kind of thing is limited or you know a family where it's not as accepted is there anything that you would have to uh, or you would be able to advise uh, people and trying to find something like that for themselves if that's what they wanted well I can do my best Um, I will say I do have a a couple of my members that are in areas that are sadly not as accepting. Mm-hmm. And um, I tell them, and, I'll, and, and when they first came to me, they were in their early 20s. 
And I told them, you have to follow your bliss. You cannot make everybody around you happy 100% of the time because you have to make yourself happy. Um, if you cannot find someone to connect to physically, then get online and connect with them because there's still a connection. Um, do things for yourself. If you can't do a ritual or you, know, you can't follow your path in any specific way because of other people, then modify it. Um, one thing that um, one of my young rich do is they will go walk in the woods to connect with nature. Uh, they can't do rituals. They can't have books, but they can go walk in nature. Modify your intent to do something. Your intention is sincere and pure how you follow your path. And the biggest thing is, you know, people are not going to understand the period that this won't. Um, don't try repeatedly to try and make them understand. That is on them. If you've tried and tried and tried, don't bring your head against the wall. If you are happy on that path and follow that path, that path is meant for you at that time. And that's what I suggest. You know, that's beautiful advice, and that's something I want to to resound as well and reverberate with because I, too, felt adversity when I came to realize that this was, you know, the path that I was to take, you know, the, the spiritual uh, work, the consciousness, the lifestyle, the belief, the understanding, you know, that those core components. I definitely hit adversity. You know, there were people around me that just didn't understand. There were people that thought I was strange or weird or, you know, whichever. And I, for some reason, even if I strayed away from it, you know, which you had mentioned, you still end up coming back if this is really what you're Mm -hmm. meant to do. Um, But even having done that and coming back and still being unsure about it, still being unsure of how, you know, I would make a mark um, for myself, how I would how I would be able to serve of myself? I just kept following that inner pull, that that inner sense of bliss, that feeling in me that was like, you know, this is something that you experience every day. Don't hide it. You know, it's like that little voice of just saying, "Don't hide yourself. Don't don't do it," and keep following your path. And lo and behold, mm-hmm. once it really, once it really became a definition for me, all of a sudden. All of these things started pouring out. I started getting um, celebrity clientele. I started hearing from my family. We couldn't trace our lineage back, and then we were able to find mm-hmm. that you know there's always some kind of a seer or someone you know in the family, and all these mm-hmm. affirmations just kept pouring out. But it was only after I accepted fully and allowed it to be a part of me that all these these beautiful information and pieces of support started to spill their way into my life. And so my point is, and to resound, you know, what you were saying, follow that inner bliss, follow that inner pull, Um, you know, not anything of ego, not anything of selfish behavior. It's that inner feeling from at least heart, you know, it's from that heart space at least, um, if you're not able to identify really where it is. 
it's that pull that allows you to get there. And for whatever it is, whether it is spirituality, whether it's underwater basket weaving or, you know, teaching or whatever, follow that pull because it's, it will always lead you in the right direction every single time. So I definitely wanted to back up that message because it's important, you know, for whatever realm of life that, that any of us are walking. Definitely. And that was absolutely beautifully said. Very, very oh. beautifully said. <laughs> Thank you. I just try to try to get the, the words out as best as I can, you know, so that many different people can understand it. You know, we all think differently, right? You know, we all mm-hmm. have different perspectives. Mm-hmm. We all have different mm-hmm. minds and paths and experiences. And so <clears throat> coming at it from a, a collective perspective, I, I always try to do that in that sense. So uh, thank you for sharing all of this, you know, about yourself, um, your path, your past. I'd like to um, focus a little bit on, you know, your kind of personal abilities when it comes to to reading and reading sessions. Um, We'll be taking some calls here in just a few moments. So thank you, uh, everyone waiting here patiently in the switchboard. If you're listening online uh, and you'd like to have a chance to get a free reading here, uh, just give us a call, 347-308-8788. Uh, press one on your keypad and you will be put into the queue. We'll go on a first come first serve basis. So uh, get those calls in if you're trying to uh, get a reading here. I'd like uh, to ask you some questions about kind of your 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 reading style a little bit. Um, so when you connect uh, with a client, you know that's coming in for a reading, is there a, a process or procedure, anything that you do that gives you the steps, you know, to connect with that client. What is it that you do so that you know you're connected with them? I definitely prepare myself prior to when I open myself up um, to the energy. Um, Connecting to that person at that point in time um, can take on many different forms. Um, I can do or I can hear something but, um, and I usually talk to them for, for a few moments just to usually settle their energies a little bit because when a person comes for a reading, they're usually pretty pretty scattered in a, not in a bad way, but they're not really sure what exactly they need. So I talk to them and, and help relay them their energy a little bit. And um, I always tell them they're just two people talking, and um, I usually feel a pull um, from them. Usually, it's almost like a color or a taste that I hear or feel from them, and that's when I know I'm connected. And then, of course, I do listen to their tone of voice. Um, That is always an indicator. I do listen and look for the body language because if a person is uncomfortable, I want to continue. Um, and that shows in your facial and your body expression as well as the, their tone of voice as well as their energy. So that's how I connect. And that's how I disconnect okay. as well. Yeah, absolutely. It's kind of one and the same, right? I think you brought mm-hmm. something important real quick and I, I just want to talk about it just for a moment. 
you had said that sometimes when clients come in, there's a sense of, you know, uh, what was the word that you had used? It was uh, randomness or, or chaos mm-hmm. or erratic. Mm-hmm. You know, there is mm-hmm. there is sometimes, you know, when we're amidst a, a difficult moment in our life, whether it's emotional or logical or wherever it's based, there does seem to be a sense of things going haywire, right? Like chaos or our mind is overworking. We're a billion different places at once. So I think mm-hmm. it's really important. And I feel like in my personal opinion, it makes for a good advisor when you have somebody who's willing to help you to fine tune, you know, what are you really asking about? What's, what's really here? I think that's, um, that's an important part. Uh, to this work. And I think often a lot of people, you know, we have our needs, we have our concerns, but I think oftentimes when we are amidst those difficult emotions, we don't, we may be asking one thing, but really, you know, we're, we're needing to hear another. So I think it's yeah. good that, I, I think it's great, really, that you are able to tune in in that way and kind of help them focus. Because essentially, you know, that's kind of our job, right? To help you figure out what is going on. It is. And one of the biggest biggest things I believe in is, even though I'm a leader and yes, I do charge, I'm not here just to take your money. Um, I'm here to help you. Um, that is that is the reason that you're coming to a reader, <clears throat> to a life coach, to a spiritual counselor, anybody. You want their help. And I I'm huge in that. I'm going to help you the best I can. I'm going to show you the tools that you already have. It's up to you to use them, yes. But I'm going to make sure that I help. It's not about money. It's not about people. And I get real upset when I see readers doing that, to be honest. They forget the reason that they're a reader. Yeah. Absolutely. I think um, that's a really good point as well. I I recently uh, heard uh, someone speak. His name was Mark Bayersky. Bayersky. Um, I saw a video of his and it was titled, uh, Should You Be Charging for Your Spiritual Services? And he made some really beautiful points and he has some great experiences. It's a video um, that other people may be interested in checking out. And I, I I'm giving him that plug because I really believe in the work that he's mm-hmm. doing. Um, but he had mentioned something that I found very important when considering this perspective. You know, you're not paying for somebody's gifts. You're essentially paying for somebody's time, you know, when, when uh, you work in this capacity. I mean, if you guys, I, I want you listeners to know something um, from our perspective, I, I'm pretty sure Amy would agree here. When you run into people who don't normally do this, who consider themselves to be non-psychic in whatever capacity, um, non-spiritual, and they develop a fascination with you, it can border on obsession and it can border mm-hmm. on a space of people trying to, to use people like us. Um, and that does mm-hmm. happen. So there is that healthy sense of detachment that says, okay, I can't get, I am sensitive. You know, I'm very sensitive. I'm tuning into people constantly, but I can't let myself get overwhelmed because I'm going to end up in an unhealthy space. So there does have to be some sense of mutual energy exchange. Um, 
but there there's an inherent value as well placed on things too. So I think I had a qualm with this, and that's why I'm bringing it up. When I first started hearing of spiritualists, and I, I specifically had an issue with people who said that they were the voice of God and they were speaking with God, and yet, you know, they're charging thousands of dollars for their services. And I'm like, how can you do this? Like, how can you say that you're a, a, the voice of God, but yet charge for a service? And I didn't really understand. Granted, I think that person, that specific example may have been a little bit overboard. Because uh, if you're speaking for God, you know, you may be a, some kind of reincarnated prophet who shouldn't need to work ever in your life. You know, <laughs> you should be in a museum somewhere, maybe. <clears throat> but I think, you know, there there's great validation in what he said is that, you know, you are paying for someone else's time, uh, which I feel is absolutely, you know, appropriate. I wouldn't expect, you know, a close friend of mine who's a skilled, um, uh, let's just uh, say carpenter, right? You know, and I've got all these things mm-hmm. I want to build in my home. I'm not going to make them come over and work in my house just because we're friends, you know, <laughs> for nothing. <clears throat> I, I it's a mutual appreciation. Kind of yes. Right. It is. It's a mutual appreciation. It's one of those, you know, like you said, having that confinement, having that um, that border, it helps both parties. Yes. Beautiful. So, Amy, what is what is your specialty? Is there anything that you're specifically more skilled at, or something that you really like doing um, when it comes to reading for clients? Um, I like using every tool, um, and, and, um, including intuitiveness and, and mediumship, just straight out intuitively and and mediumship. Um, one thing that, um, I've been using a lot lately during my fairs and such is my room cloth, um, I love this cloth. It's a deer hide that was gifted to me um, with the rooms around them and the colors, uh, red, blue, yellow, and green. And I usually use these rooms with me. Um, for whatever reason, lately, that's what I've been drawn to. Uh, the rooms, and tonight, um, I'm actually going to be using the park for readings. So lately, that's what it is. Very cool. And for those of us that don't really know much about runes, and I'm 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 part of that group of people, um, what is it about the runes? Like, how do they essentially? And you don't have to get into too detail, but kind of how do they they work a little bit? Are they like tarot cards, and that you just pick one up, and it's a a clear representation of an energy or a person, or is it something? different, maybe more symbolic? Um, for me, they're not really like tarot cards. Um, tarot cards, even though I love tarot, tarot and oracle cards, love the imagery, are very much more basic. To me, runes um, definitely not in the whether you're using the cards or whether you're using the loose stones or whether you're using the sticks. <clears throat> um, they are, in, in essence, symbolic, but they're almost an ancient symbol, uh, symbolic uh, energy. Um, 
that they're the Germanic people and the Viking and the Norse used them. So when I use them, I feel very, very grounded. When I use tarot, I feel like I'm more into my intellectual and my emotional area. So they are amazing. These um, have been around. The Norse Vikings developed them as a writing tool. They used them as protection. They used them in magics and in spells, um, insignia, divinatory practices. They've been around for eons. I think around um, predominantly, I want to say between 100 and 800 AD. So and yeah, they're they're around actually. The runes are the only divinatory uh, practice that has been around consistently. The tarot actually fell off in favor during um, the World War because the Germans were actually using them at the time, so they fell out of favor. The runes have always been in favor, just to give you an idea. Wow, that's pretty cool. I never knew that. Well, thank you. And you said tonight you're going to be using rune cards? Yes, they are actually um, cards, and you can purchase them. Um, Donald Tyson makes them. I think this is like my fourth or fifth deck between using them and teaching with them. They are beautiful imagery of runes. Um, And again, it's symbols. It's written symbols, Um, and each one has its own meaning. And um, that's what I'm going to be using tonight simply because it's very difficult to do a room drop um, while you're talking on the radio. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Well, perfect. Well, I'm excited to uh, to be able to see that and help some people. Um, before we get to the callers here, again, thank you all for holding patiently. I just have one more question for you, um, just so that they're kind of aware. What is... Okay your ultimate goal in working with clients, what do you want them to walk away from a session with? I want them to walk away with the knowledge that they have always had the tools um, available. They just had to dust them off or look at them differently and change their perspective. Um, One thing that I tell people all the time, and I do this with much love and much respect for those that are waiting um, again, thank you for waiting and being patient. But I, I do this with everyone, so I'm going to do this again. I want you to be able to walk away from tonight with the knowledge that you are in your own power. You have the power to change your own life. Um, you've always had these tools. It's just helping you to remember them, using them differently, looking at them differently. And one thing that I do is I tell people I am open and honest and I am blunt. I give you everything that I see, hear, feel, all of it, so you can make a better decision because you are in charge of your own life. Just remember that. I love that. It's like you're arming them with all the information, you know, that they could need in that moment to be able to make, you know, their best choices. And again... You know, for all the listeners, in my personal opinion, that is a telltale sign of a good advisor, somebody who, you know, isn't going to make your decisions for you, but they will definitely tell you how things are going to work out and what may be in your highest energy or, you know, to be aware of the lowest energy choices as well. That's uh, 
that's what this work really entails. That absolutely. Yep. Yes, Beautiful. Exactly. Well, thank you, thank Amy. You. Thank you for sharing all of this with us. Um, for those you know that are trying to get in touch with you, that would like to learn more about you, uh, where can they go to figure out this information? Well, you can actually find me on Facebook. I do readings on the phone. I do readings on a computer. I do parties. You can find me on Facebook under Amy Cancel, Leader and Holistic Practitioner. For those of you that wish, you can also go to my website, my coven at phoenixrisingcoven.org. Um, for those of you that wish, I also have a book if you're having a hard time finding a balance to yourself. My book is called The Sigil Precept, Finding a Balance to Your Inner Self. You can find it in Barnes and Rambles on Amazon. Just look for my love and little face on Facebook. You can't miss it. And look for the beautiful Phoenix on Covenant site. Beautiful. I think, Amy, I think I've, you said Barnes and Noble is where your book is. Yeah. Yep, you can order it through Barnes and Noble. I think I've seen your book somewhere just in passing before, you know, I even linked it in the show page here. I think I've even seen it because I always check out whatever is available in the the spiritual section at Barnes and Noble. Always. I always do that. Wow. That's cool. Talk about synchronicity and beautiful connections. I love that. And I have a workbook available and I'm also in the process of writing four other books. So keep an eye out for me. Amy, the divinatory tool master, has every tool available at her disposal. (laughs) She is ready to go. I love it. All right. Well, everyone, again, thank you uh, for holding here patiently. Um, So what we're going to do is uh, to take your calls. I'm going to call you on by area code. I'll call your area code out, and then I'll have you introduce yourself, um, and we'll see what we can do uh, to help you and what, what connection we can bring you. Uh, let's go ahead and just keep any of the legal or medical questions um, out of tonight's show. I know I'll speak for myself. I'm not a qualified uh, litigation specialist or uh, certified healer of the, what are they, certified professional of the healing arts. You know, I'm not a nurse or doctor or anything like that. So um, that might not be fully appropriate. Um, if you're calling in to get a reading, just press the number one on your keypad if you haven't done so already and you will be put into the queue. Otherwise, you can just listen in to the show, hang out on the switchboard. I will be glad to have you here. All right. So <clears throat> before we do, um, before we get into that, I just want everybody to kind of take a moment to really off just ground our energy and connect together for just a moment. So if you can and you're safe to do so, go ahead and close your eyes for just a moment. Let's take in a breath together. Breathe in deeply in through the nose. Hold that breath briefly. And exhale. Just allow yourself to feel present and grounded right here, right now. Beautiful. All right, Amy, is there anything that people should know um, about you or or your readings here before they do receive a reading? Is there anything that they need to know? We're going to keep them very short. I'm going to give you a short, quick reading. If you would, um, and I am going to agree with you. Um, even though I am a retired RN, I am not going to be doing litigation. 
Um, if your question is about you know, litigation, I am going to defer you to the think that question. If it is about health, um, I'm going to ask you to, again, rethink that question. Um, I'm going to do what I can to help, but I am not going to delve deep into any of those subjects. And they are going to be very brief readings. Um, and if you would like longer ones, you can definitely get a hold of me. And, um, and I appreciate you reading. I appreciate you coming tonight. And from my soul to yours, um, I wish you many, many blessings on every journey that is coming and every journey that you walk upon. And if I never hear from you again, please know that you a little piece of my red thread. And I am where you are. Well, with that being said, can't sum it up any better than that. <laughs> let's, uh, <laughs> if you're ready, let's jump into our first caller. I am ready, whatever they are. All right, so we're going to go with our first caller that's been holding so patiently. Thank you very much. Uh, that is going to be area code 256. 256, you're live and on the air. Please tell us your name and where you're calling from today. Um, my name is Kimberly, and I'm calling from Georgia. Hi there, Kimberly. How can we help you? Um, I would just like some some spiritual uh, message around career. Yeah. I think I can help you with that. But before we do, just take a nice deep breath for me. You have got so much on your plate right now with that career. Um, so much chaos. There's so much chaos at your job right now to the point where you actually just want to leave and walk out the door right now. Um, and I don't really feel that's going to be in your best interest. No, no. <sighs> okay, so take a nice deep breath for me, if you would. Okay. And um, we're going to go ahead and pull some cards. Um, one thing with the room, and please for the rest of you that here, they are very, very blunt. <laughs> Okay. So, Miss Kimberly, um, with you, again, like I said, that job of yours is, it pays the bills, honey, but it ain't a career. Let's put it that way. <laughs> spot on, spot on. <laughs> but the good thing is, is you've been approached by two other places where you could actually work, which would have a lot less chaos. Especially because right now a lot of that chaos is wrapped around two people, two women, very catty little women, um, at your workplace. I feel like they're out to get you in a sense. And they get very upset because they're not really getting under your skin or they don't think they are. Oh. Oh. Nope. Nope what? I go there, do my job. No, I'm just saying, no, 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 you're right. But I go there and do my job, and I know who you're talking about, and I just, I just um, see past it. Mm-hmm. Well, you're very good at keeping your outer shell very, very um, blank. The inside, you're Stephen, um, and I actually drew three cards for you. Right now, um, I'm seeing ice or Issa, which is all about ice frozen. Um, and like I said, you've had a chance to get a uh, different job. 
two of them actually. One of them being that ISA is here is you're kind of afraid if you leave in this one um, to take one of the other jobs, it's a little bit of a further travel for you. So you're looking at money um, for gas. Um, I think you have kids too. I feel you have children that you have to worry about others. Um, but with ISA here, it's telling me you're kind of freezing yourself with this right now. Maybe you need to, to look a little deeper into into those other jobs. They may be a little further and they may be a little less pay, but right now um, it might be a little bit better for your mental health and your emotional health. Because quite honestly, honey, when you hop in your car at night, screaming and hollering and beating on your steering wheel ain't going to help much. Um, your second card is um, Therese literally like I said the chaos that's surrounding you is based on your career um, and you also want to go back to school but that's you're stopping on that too how come oh well I'm not necessarily stopping because the application is not due until February there mm-hmm. were just some more um, important things that I needed to get out of the way first but okay. I still have that in motion Okay. All right. Well, I'll keep going with that. And remember, you know, consistency is key with this. Okay. Um, definitely, definitely going to help you once you are back into school. And I know it's, I know it's a huge undertaking and, you know, I can definitely see that you're, you're studying a lot and a lot of time consuming on that. But honestly, this is key for you to keep going. Um, you've always wanted better for yourself, always. And you've done that since you were a little girl and you wanted out of the situations that you were in as a little girl. You promised yourself then, about six, seven years old, that you were not going to put up with this no more. Um, so you got that off. You, you really succeeded. But consistency is key in order to, for you to get where you want to get in the long run, especially in the next two years because you want to get your own place. Um, and I do see uh, the last part is Nadis or need, and it is reversed. Um, the only thing that I feel is going to block you from your need, not your wants, okay, but your need is that consistency. Um, don't give up, basically, is what it's telling me, okay? You're the only one that needs to worry right now. You're the only one that can move forward. Um, you got your plans. Get your journal back out. Start writing them down. Start checking them off. You did it before. You can do it again. And I see you within about six months um, being a little bit better area. I mean, honestly, I don't see you at the job that you're at now um, as long as you're able to, to get rid of that block of consistency, okay? Okay. Yeah, I just want to add to that here real quick if I could. I definitely um, agree. I don't feel like you're going to be stuck at this place. Um, this isn't like your last stop. This isn't, you know, where you're going to end up. I do definitely feel all the, it honestly feels like compounding stress where like every day it becomes a, a greater and greater weight to take on for you being in the space. Um, and so it feels like you're really in this sort of precipice of a moment where it's like you're kind of climbing this mountain and at that peak is this new sense of 
personal definition, a deeper understanding of self and purpose. Um, I definitely mm-hmm. feel that school is important on this as well. Uh, I think Amy is absolutely right that tenacity, consistency, um, that's going to be a core theme uh, for you as well. I also, for whatever reason, I just keep seeing, um, I keep seeing learning kids kind of all around you. Um, and it makes mm-hmm. me feel like there is some, uh, whether it's, you know, your own children or not, it's just some kind of pull towards you being able to help children understand ideas, concepts, be it if, you know, you're, you're teaching or you're giving of yourself to them in some way. Uh, I just keep seeing that regularly around your energy. There's something about you have you have a beautiful balance of direction and compassion, and it's these two things that are blended together that gives me this this energy of you being able to disseminate information to others. But I do keep specifically feeling um, kids and children uh, being in in harmony with that vibration in yourself. Um, so. I think uh, that the timing is absolutely right. As Amy had said, you know, within six months, you're probably going to see yourself in a total different space. Um, But I think what's important to recognize is, yes, it definitely feels like a constant uphill battle every day, but you literally are amidst the transformation. Like you're, you're literally amidst it. Every piece, every single day, you know, that you have to step in there and it does feel like that extra weight. It's another piece into what you're kind of, changing into you know think of um the best way to exemplify this is like a a, um what do they call those a kiln right where you have like a clay pot um Mm -hmm. you mold that clay into however you want and then you fire it um then it comes out you know into that crystalline that version you're like in the crucible right now you know what i mean Mm -hmm. you're in that that hot intense heat um but what's coming out of the other end uh something much more defined poised um, and and from your perspective it will definitely feel beautiful so you're in the right space honestly i know it feels tough but this is the space to hang in there and be consistent definitely go in light yeah and i just want to tell you you were you're spot on about children i've been teaching for about 15 years so you're right about that okay there we go (laughs) We'll go and lighten Miss Kimberly. You know? <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. We'll go and lighten Miss Kimberly and remember you have the power within you to make any changes that you want, okay? Don't right. put up with other Absolutely. people's stupidity. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome, Kimberly. Thank you for calling in. Take care. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. Bye. I love that energy. You know, it's something when I was younger, I very much resonated with my, my teachers in school and it was something, you know, I always just held an affinity with them for whatever reason. Not like I was trying to be teacher's pet, but I just, there was some sense of respect um, for the ones that were doing it, you know, out of genuineness. Mm -hmm. And it's that energy that I recognized within her. I could just feel that, uh, right away, I, I recognized it, you know, from my own teachers of the past. And so I kept, you know, feeling uh, all the kids, all these, you know, kids around her learning, specifically learning. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I love how energy works in that way. 
you know, you can you can recognize and feel some things. Um, sometimes it triggers as a memory, you know, in your own self, or you know, it can be a, a just a blatant vision as well. Right. Yes, it can. It's amazing how it comes to us. Mhm. That's why you got to have many tools, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, thank you, Kimberly. Um, let's go to our next caller here. Again, another one who's been waiting patiently. Thank you all so much. Uh, the next call is going to be area code 484. 484, you are live and on the air. Please tell us your name and where you're calling from, please. Uh, yes. Hello. Thank you for taking my call. This is the first time I was able to get through. My name is Tonetta. I'm calling from Pennsylvania. Hi, Tonetta. Glad you're able to get through today. Thank you. How can we help you? Um, I really need to know what is going to be coming up here um, in the future, in the next couple of months. There's a lot of, um, I guess, turmoil right now swerving around my life um, that I have not even caused. Um, One is um, my 19-year-old daughter that lives with me, and then the other factor is – a female friend of mine, I had given her my house key in August because she's trying to get out of a bad um, relationship situation that she's in, and she's running hot and cold. I'm your friend. I'm not your friend. I'm not talking to you. She has not returned the house key. We have not spoken in a month, and I just feel like she's going to, you know, show up here one day, and it's like, you know, I work as a nurse seven days a week, and I'm busy, and I just... I need things to be settled. I need to know what my daughter's going to do with her situation, and I need to know if um, my friend Desiree is going to be moving in here and things need to settle down and calm down. Mm. Oh, my goodness. My dear sweet woman, I don't know if you can feel it, but you just need a hug. Oh yeah, there's there's a there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on that uh it's I'm not even the cause of it. It's just every you know, both of these people are are, are marching on their own drum and they're like, you know, coming through my living room and I'm just wanting to be, you know, peace of mind. Yeah. I'm so so sorry. One of the things that I definitely feel is You know, they've definitely taken advantage of you. And it's not just these two people, actually. When you started talking before you even told me about your daughter, I just seen you standing in the middle of a field with all these people surrounding you. And it's all your family, Um, the people that are literally related to you, the friends that you consider as family, too. And it's almost like they're taking pieces off of you, just little bits by bits by bits so I'll be honest with you I feel it's not just these two that's causing issues others as well mm-hmm. oh, yeah but we're going to focus on these two um, right but um, wow I am so so sorry sweetie you just you, you need a day just you need a hug <laughs> so I'm giving you a cyber hug yes. <sighs> I'm right here with you. I I feel all of it. It just feels like you are constantly the one that everyone just dumps anything on and mm-hmm. 
yeah. I, I can I can feel that all over. And you're just trying to have your space. You're just trying to have, do your own thing, you know. Yeah. For yourself, so we, we can well, definitely feel you it are. for sure. Yeah, for sure. One thing you are, my dear, is you are a huge empath. I don't know if you know what an empath yes. is or not, but I, yes, okay. I am, and a medium also. Right, and um, because you're such a high functioning empath, and I mean, being in the work that you're in, and, and like I said, I was an RN as well, and sadly, that's where empaths usually end up. Um, mm-hmm. You're opening yourself up a lot. Um, and these people see it. It's almost like you're the light in their darkness, and they're and they're sucked to you. Um, mm-hmm. And one thing you do is at work, you you kind of suck in all that that nasty energy, and then you come home and you got more nasty energy. Your mm-hmm. home should be a sanctuary. Mm-hmm. Um, I cannot stress that enough. Right. Um, and right now, I, I drew you three cards, but I, I I'm going to tell you. And again, this is just my opinion. Take it or leave it. Boundaries, hun. Boundaries are needed. Um, the first one that I drew for you was um, harvest. Um, and, and I'm looking at it, and it's reversed. You're not harvesting anything except stress to the point where it's actually affecting your physical health. Um, mm-hmm. It really is. And, you know, being that this card is, is this, it's always about, you know, the greater and the lesser, and they're always going at each other. And your daughter and you are somewhat similar, but at the same given time, oil and water, oil and water, all the time fighting. And um, your home is not your home anymore. Right. Not your sanctuary. And um, your daughter's done some pretty um, bad things. Um, yeah, I know. And I don't know all the bad things that she's done, but I'm slowly finding these yeah. things out. And I don't even know what to do here. Well, you know, I mean, again, this is my opinion, but um, your daughter's 19 years old. And yeah. I want you to, uh, yeah, and I want you to think of this, okay? Now, I'm a grandma. I'm a mom, okay? I, I understand you. I do. As parents, we give our kids the tools to be good adults. What right. they Right. And you did that. You worked your butt off for those kids. Oh, yeah. Okay. And yeah, I, I feel like you. I raised her all by myself. I yeah. gave the very abusive relationship from her father I had him arrested he got charged for domestic violence when she was a newborn I raised her all by myself I put yeah. her through Christian school and now look at this yeah well mm-hmm. I, I'm gonna applaud you because being a single mom and you mm-hmm. worked like two three jobs to make sure she well, yeah I'm working 125 hours every two weeks in the yeah. nursing field right now and while I'm at work She's having field day here. So okay. it's, you know, and, and, you know, I like how everybody says just kick her out. In the state of Pennsylvania, you can't do that. you got to go down to the district justice. you got to yeah. spend $175. You have to take her to court. You have to yeah. do all these things. And I don't have time. I don't have the patience. I don't have the energy. And it's going to stress me out even more, and it's a nightmare. 
You know, yeah. it's. <laughs> yeah, the laws in Pennsylvania are not easy, that's for sure. No, uh, no. At all. Um, no. Now, I- I'm going to be honest with you. She's 19 years old. She's right. living off of you. You know, right. How you decide to proceed from there, um, you're going to – me personally, I would give her tough love, to be honest. You've been giving her a lot of money. You've been giving her time. You've been doing the things like a mom should, okay? Problem mm-hmm. is she's not appreciating you at all, and this is where you're right. butting heads. Um, it's time to get rid of part of that. And that's where Keenaz comes in the torch. You know, you've kept your patience with her. You've kept your cool with her. And that's great because I'm, I'm feeling the fact that there's a deep seated anger there that you just want to throttle the child because you know, she can do better because she's mm-hmm. a smart girl. I know. You kept your, yeah. You kept your cool. Right. And the and the new boyfriend, that's a whole other can of worms we ain't gonna get mm-hmm. into. Well she's going with <laughs> she's going with everybody. She's going with women. She's going with guys. She's going with seventeen year olds. There's yeah. I've confronted parents of the minor children. Yeah. That's seventeen year olds that she and I said, What are you doing? What are you condoning in your home here? Um, yeah. you know, and, and again when you you know, when a when a kid is seventeen they're allowed to make choices because they're 17, but they're still mm-hmm. a child. And mm-hmm. I don't go for any of this stuff. And it's, you know, I'm just spinning my wheels. I have talked to the, the parents. I have talked to people where she's staying at. She'll stay out for two, three days at a time. And, you know, and they're all saying, well, she's almost 20 years old. She can do what she wants. Mm-mm. So you can no. see she's being like the prodigal son in the Bible. And it's mm-hmm. not going to have a good outcome because she's not doing mm-hmm. right, you know. And I try to tell her that, that there's a higher power here. Mm-hmm. And, if you know, God doesn't like ugly, neither does the universe. So, you know, it's it's out of my right. hands. Well, like I said, you kind of need a little bit of separation with Kenaz. Um, and I know the laws in Pennsylvania, they are brutal. However, I'm going to suggest that you stop giving your daughter money to go play with, okay? She wants I don't money. give her I don't give her any money, but I make sure that there's food in the house and right. you know, drink and stuff like that and you know okay. Well, that's the thing. This is where tough love may have to come in because your daughter is bullheaded. She ain't gonna learn any other way. She really isn't. Um you know with with the with with her partying as hard as she is and ain't just drinking, it's drugs and everything else and the people she's mm-hmm. hanging around, it's mm-hmm. going to end badly, okay? And this yeah. is where your separation has to come. You've got right. to separate because she's almost, for better visual, I guess, it's almost like you're underwater and you have an octopus around you. She's the mm-hmm. octopus. Your life is the water. She's drowning mm-hmm. you, okay? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, because and, and she's frightened to death because she doesn't think she can do it. He's given her the tools, but she doesn't think she can do it. So, mm-hmm. um, right. She, I mean, she, she, she's, she's got some mental issues. She's got emotional issues. I'm gonna say you need some boundaries with your daughter. You know, put mm-hmm. your foot down a little bit. Say, look, if you want to stay here, this is what I'm expecting you to do. Okay. Mm-hmm. As far as your friends, um, your friends. 
and I don't know how to say this nicely, so I'm just going to be blunt. Your friend literally needs mental health, okay? She, she needs mental health. Oh, I health know. Health. I agree. Okay. That's, this is another situation. And I right. don't know why God is doing this to me. I know everything is done for a reason, but I don't know why God is nailing me to the cross like this. With, with You know, I've tried to help people and look at the thanks I'm getting for giving her the house key. And I can't change the locks where I live because in the state of Pennsylvania, when you rent a house, you can't change the locks without the mm-hmm. landlord. I have told the landlord a week ago, I said, listen, I think my daughter might have gave the key out. I kind of mm-hmm. blamed it on her. I said, I think my daughter might have gave the key out to some people, and I would like new locks or like a digital code lock on my door. Mm-hmm. Oh, all right, mm-hmm. sure, I can do that. I'll get to that in a couple of weeks. Mm. So well, my hands are tied. Uh, I can't, you know. Well, first and foremost, God is not doing this to you, okay? Honestly, the universe, God, whatever you believe in, is not doing this to you to be mean, okay? Like I said earlier tonight, we are not given things if we're not strong enough to handle them, okay? Right. You are strong enough to handle them. This is a lesson. Right. For you to learn from, you have to dig deep. What's the lesson of your daughter? What's the lesson of this friend? You know, honestly, I see your daughter as a lesson of what not to do. Um, you know, to to actually have a, a boundary because you're mm-hmm. open to everybody. You hand so much to everybody else, you forget to fill yourself up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and for your friends, you need to be persistent with your landlord. He's, he's a jerk. I don't know how else to put it. I'm sorry, but be persistent with him. Say, I want this. Give him a deadline. One of the biggest things, and you're so frustrated, I'm so sorry, but you need to stand your ground. I know you're busy. I know. I used to work in ER. I get how busy you are. I get how tired you are. But in order to get peace, you need to stand your ground with these people, with all of these people. In well, order I'm hoping, for you to get peace. right, I'm hoping that my daughter moves out. I'm hoping that, you know, that the person that she's seeing right now and staying with, whatever, and, and you know, there's parents there at that house. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping that she packs her stuff and she goes, you know, see you later. Good riddance. I mean, I just... I don't want to have to go to legal route. That's going to put me through more. I want God to just have her go, just go naturally, you know, and that's what I'm mm-hmm. looking for, and that's why I called tonight because I wasn't sure what changes you saw coming up in the next couple of months. I mean, do you see my daughter moving out? Do you see Desiree well, moving in? Do you, I want to jump you know? in here. I want to jump okay. in here real quick to know that. Uh, and I'm so glad that you were able to get into the show with Amy, who is able to just really relate to, you know, right. so much that you have gone through. I, I I just want to be clear and direct here on what I pick up. I do feel uh, that she is going to leave. Um, it feels like it's going to be very random. I feel like it might even be to a point where you don't know and you might just come home and she just might be gone. Yeah. Um, right. But what I keep feeling is that there is a specific energy from you and and Amy is picking up on it very clearly it is setting boundaries you know you can't truly 
help everyone until you yourself are in a good space. You have to be in a good space, especially if you're doing mediumship work as well, or Mm -hmm. if you're just using it um, at any time. It's so incredibly important to create those boundaries and why Mm -hmm. it keeps coming up. And and, and maybe, um, maybe me helping you understand this will make it a little bit clearer. It's not that it's like, oh, let me just, you know, say that I'm setting boundaries. No, no, no. It's a, it's a daily practice and a state of mind in which you kind of are mm-hmm. protecting yourself. And what happens is that people, they, you know, it, it kind of generates a little bit of an ego response if they hit a boundary and they don't like it. They're either going to fight you, and that's when you have to be even more stoic and defined, stand right mm-hmm. in yourself and, and, you know, what you're, you're setting intention of. Or, you know, they're going to run away and they're going to disappear. What I feel with your yeah. daughter is that, um, like I said, she's going to disappear, like, mm-hmm. just probably out of nowhere. And then literally within a month, she's, like, going to want to come back. This is going to be yeah. probably one of the most difficult moments for you yeah. because, oh, gosh, I'm starting to, like, cry because of this because I can feel that it's going to tear a, a big hole in your heart where you have to say, yeah. I can't let you do this. I can't let you right. come back. And that's going to be a huge defining moment for her that I feel that's going to be absolutely necessary. She needs to know what all goes into having a home and being, you know, a person and being alive. You have to like buy food and pay bills and do things, you know, so um, she has made her choice that she now has to learn this in a challenging way. Right. Um, right. As far as your friend, as far as your friend, I feel that this what spirit keeps showing me is specifically um resource finance drain um i i think be very very careful with her again i think the ultimate goal here is being very clear and setting boundaries at this point you have to not care about however you come off to these people because mm-hmm. they don't really care about your well-being they do, they don't no. You know, this is well, these she, are very yeah, Desiree, right. Desiree people. has the house key, and I feel like one day I'm going to come home from work, and she's going to be here with all of her belongings because I told her, to you know, months ago that she could live here. But that's the thing. You have to step up, like what we're telling you. You have to do something. I know how busy you are, but if you want this to stop, you have to set boundaries and step up. You've got to stop them from taking from you. And honestly, your last card was the worst card of ill. Mm-hmm. And it tells me within three to six months, because that's the way the rooms work, is within three to six months, things are going to be better. But you have to step up. You know, you have to. Go talk to those people that, that your daughter wants to move in with. Say, hey, can she move in? You know, change the locks. Be consistent and persistent with your landlord to change the lot. You can do this, but you have to do this. God is not punishing you. God is not punishing you. The universe is not punishing you. you got to stop thinking that. Change your perception. The only way this is going to change is if you make it change. And like Brandon said, like a petulant little child, they're going to keep coming at you different angles to try and break through to get their way mm-hmm. and strong they're gonna throw tantrums they're gonna do nasty nasty things to you i can't lie 
stand strong, but do something for yourself, and that is to have peace. And that's another right. thing, too, by the way. The reason that your mediumship is not as clear anymore and your empathy is so out of whack is because you're emotional and you're mental and you're spiritual. Once you clear this up and you make a stand, I guarantee you within a month or so, you'll see a difference within your abilities. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. I think so, too. I think if there's any message, you know, that that you see being reflected from a higher source, be it God, spirit, universe, source, whichever, it's that all of this is trying to get you to a space of being whole, I, yeah. plain and simple. I, I really feel that's all it is. And part of that, yes, is giving and being compassionate and giving to others and helping people. But it's mm-hmm. also being defined and in yourself and, and not, you know, allowing other people to, to use you. And truly, you know, with the nature of your work and your own abilities, in order to help people effectively, you definitely have to be in that solid space. So um, this is definitely the time, uh, just as Amy had said. And I think you're going to see, once you make these clear definitions, if it helps you, even write them down. You know, this is what I don't want anymore. And so in turn, I have to be this way. I think maybe mm-hmm. even writing them down, seeing them on the paper in front of you may help the mind, you know, get that affirmation so that the mind creates okay. a steady pattern of letting it happen. Mm-hmm. I, I know it's simple, but it, it genuinely works. I, I do. I use it, you know, I advise people all the time. So I think that will they'll definitely help you, you know, set the intention. This is what I don't want anymore, you know, happening in my life and for me. So in turn, I have to do this. Once you have mm-hmm. that kind of set in front of you, I, I, I just as Amy had said, I think within a month you're going to see a big difference, not only in the way that you connect with other people and how they come to you, but with these other people that are using you. It's, it's as if they're just going to fall away from you. Like things will just kind of get clearer. I think even honestly, once you sit down and if you write that list, you set those definitions, I feel like right away, once that happens, you're going to hear from that landlord. It's like, oh, it, it, it's like they they all kind of start coming in as pieces. Like, Oh, that's right. what connects here. Oh, 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 okay. Now I see that. And so it's going to be a snowball effect. But you definitely got mm-hmm. to jump on those steps, you know, right away. Because, you know, you sound like you're at your breaking point. She is. Yeah, well, yeah, it's just, you know, a lot. You know, I wish my daughter would, you know, act right and go to college. But that's not what she's choosing to do. And, you know, I yeah. have a signed lease with her on the lease. I just can't throw yeah. her out in the street. Right. Right. Well, like I said, you know, and like Brandon said, it, it's up to you right now, honey. You have to take a stand. You know, there's there's not going to be anybody that can do it other than you at this point. So mm-hmm. I, I hope I've helped. I hope that Brandon helped. And great yeah. big hug we, to you, sweetie. Great big hug. We believe in you. Oh. We, we know yeah. you can do this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Why, thank you for, for the reading. I definitely thank you. I appreciate it. You're welcome. You have a great day. Thank Good you. Night. You too. Good night. Take care. Good night. Bye-bye. That's a tough energy. That's a tough situation. You know, I mm. I completely understand, you know, when adversity is all around you, that's that's tough. Mm-hmm. Well, um, we're almost... We're almost out of time on the live air. So what I want is um, for you, Amy, to just uh, tell people again where they can 
where they can get in touch with you and contact you, um, you know, if they want to connect. You can contact me on Facebook. I am under Amy Sampsell, S-A-M-P-S-E-L-L, Reader and Holistic Practitioner. You can find me online at www.phoenixrisingcoven.org. Um, so just go ahead and, and if you're within Michigan area, I'm usually doing fairs, so look me up. Beautiful. So thank you all of you for tuning in live. If you want to finish listening to the show, uh, just go ahead and call in 347-308-8788. You won't be able to listen anymore live or if you wanted to uh, get a reading, we're going to take one or two here once we go off the air. Um, so mm-hmm. hang in there and uh, you know we'll be able to connect. Uh, if you want to get in touch with me, of course, you can follow me here on Blog Talk Radio. Go to Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all those beautiful things. They all should be connected here. The Dream Teacher is pretty universal everywhere uh, online. And, of course, you can visit my website, thedreamteacher.com. So we'll take a few calls here after we go off live air. Um, Just because you all have been waiting, super patient. I very much appreciate you. Um, So our next call is going to be, let me just... Cleanse, cleanse the energy, mm-hmm. cleanse the energy of the last, last call here. That's quite a lot. I, I totally, mm-hmm. I can feel, you know, why she's getting wrapped up in everything. Um, mm-hmm. It's quite an immersive yes. energy. But really, you know, it does speak to, I feel like this is a great example of when we just give too much, you know, and when we, we're just constantly giving of ourselves. It just runs us into a, a difficult space for us to exist in. Um, yeah. It's like, a, I don't know, just a constant weight, you know, that that fuels your your sense of feeling stuck and, and, and not being able to move and trapped and all that. So I just cleanse that energy and with a nice breath. Whew. That's why I drink water oh. with lemon. That just does amazing things <laughs> to your energy. Uh, that is true. I love lemon. I usually always have lemon on deck every anytime. <laughs> all right. So thank you again all for waiting patiently. We're going to go to our next call, which is going to be area code 509. 509, you are live and on the air. Please tell us your name and where you're calling from today. Hi, my name is Helen. I'm calling from the Northwest. Mm. And I wanted to ask about romance. Sure. Okay. Well, hello. How do you do, my dear? Hi. Uh, Hi. Quick question, though, because Mm -hmm. I feel you have more than one available to you. So which one are we going to focus on? Mm, Not involved with anyone. Okay. The thing is, is whether you're involved um, with them, you still have eyes for them. So you yourself are emotionally involved. Keep that in mind, okay? Okay. Okay. So romance, huh? Mm -hmm. Let's see what we have. Ooh. Well, I do know that you have one, like I said, um, darker hair. Mm, I want to say between, he's a pretty taller fellow. Um, darker hair, almost like a blue-green eyes. 
He's got a very cute little smile. Looks like he's got a dimple. Um, I feel you're friends, but not really close friends um, as well. And I see Wunjo, which is glory. Um, and uh, then next to it, which is very interesting, is the Urez, which is the Oryx, which is our house, our bull. Um, and I see the two of them connected. And like I said, that friendship is there, but not fully. Why haven't you reached out? I have. And he's rebuted you? Yeah. Um, he's been married before, hasn't he? Or in a longer Years. relationship. Years ago. Okay. All right. But you've gone out with him more than once, I feel, because I also see Keenan. Um, I've been involved with him for years. Yeah. Okay. So why, if you're involved with him, but you seem happy enough. Pardon? I, I was involved, yes. Right. But why are you looking for romance? Or are you just looking for clarification on romance with him? Um, well, I'm not sure. I'm not involved with him mm-hmm. right now. But right now, but I feel like you still have an emotional attachment to him. And maybe that's what it is. The emotional attachment is still there, and that other person is already there waiting um, to come into your life. Um, and I do see him probably, oh, goodness. I'm going to say at least four to five months. But there will be somebody that you will be meeting. Um, somebody from your work, actually, or someone affiliated with your work. Um, I feel like there's a lot of desks around you, like cubbies where you work. Um, so it's definitely somebody attached to your work. But I don't think you see them yet. Because I think that you're still just very much emotionally attached to this other gentleman. Um, I feel like you really have some people deep-rooted feelings for him, but he's rebuting you, and it might be time to move on so that you can find love. And, I, and if you do, there's a potential that um, about four to five months, and this one, he's a shorter gentleman, darker hair, um, glasses, um, a little older, but very stable. He's very quiet, though, but very stable. Stable. And like I said, I feel like he's attached to your work. Um, so give yourself about four to five months, but look at your past relationship and, um, you know, realize that if he's rebuting you, maybe it's just time to let it go and just be appreciative of the time that you had and open yourself yeah, up. Yeah, because yeah. I, I let it go. We set up quite a while ago. Okay. Um. Because you are worthy. You you really are. And I, I do see about four to five months. Definitely. Mm, okay. Um, new relationship coming in. Definitely. Again, someone attached to your work. Okay? Okay. Cool. So I want to Brandon? jump in right here. And you said your name was Helen? Am I saying it right? Yeah. Yeah. Helen. Okay. Thank you. So... I want to speak on something that Amy had said because what I'm connecting with, um, what I'm being shown is that 
there is a sort of, I feel like you've been in similar situations almost over and over again. I can hear a sense of frustration from you um, with relationships in specific, and it's like this pattern keeps going. Um, what Spirit keeps showing me is that it's as if you, you're in this space where you get so, uh, all of a sudden so emotionally open and vulnerable, and you really let yourself open up. And all of a sudden when you do, it's like things come crashing down. And so I feel this pattern of like, you, 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 you want to make yourself vulnerable, but then you get scared to do that because you're like, well, every time I've done it, I've been let down. <clears throat> and what I keep being shown is that there's just this, I feel you wanting just, okay, I just want to have this sense of home security, this foundation with somebody where I don't have to worry about them, where I don't have to question their motives, where I don't have to feel them making me question myself. And it feels like this whole spiral, you know, that just gets, that really pulls you into it. What I keep being shown is that there is a sort of need to be able to detach emotionally. And I think what is important to know and recognize is that even if you're not talking physically um, or you're not seeing one another, emotional attachments still happen at a distance. I mean, you can easily be picking up on somebody's feelings, whether they're you know, uh, the next town over or literally on the other side of the world. You know, I mean, just even listen to yeah. some of these shows where I, you know, uh, my myself and my guests connect with people that are, you know, someone's in Singapore and other person's ever, you, you get my point. The point is, you know, yeah. those emotional attachments last and we don't know how much they're affecting us until we come kind of face to face with them. And what Spirit keeps showing me is that where you need to be right now is to be you need to have some kind of solid rapport with people who aren't judging you or pursuing you for any sense of romance or anything. No other uh, expectations, preconceived notions, because I can't tell you how many times people have placed all those things on you trying to make you live inside of a box of the relationship that they wanted to have. And then you allowing it to happen because you were at that space of feeling vulnerable and then all of a sudden it came crashing down again because it just wasn't right. What's super important right now is you need to have really broad, uh, a broad conversation is specifically what I'm shown. Because what's happening is you need to hear other people's perspectives that aren't throwing all of their own stuff onto you. <clears throat> That's a, a big one. And that way you can finally feel, okay, these are my emotions. This, uh, once you disconnect those other emotional attachments fully and completely, you're going to be able to feel yourself in a whole different way. You'll be able to find much stronger clarity in your own emotions. You'll find who genuinely wants to talk and connect with you for you and not for themselves, which is something that keeps happening. <clears throat> so right now is, is definitely that space to connect with people that don't have these biases on you, for you, against you, thrown, whichever. Um, this is going to create a sense of grounding because Spirit keeps showing me there's a definite need for grounding, grounding emotions, you know, getting back in tune with them. So what I'm being shown is that if you actually do take on that process and however it comes about, whether it's talking to friends, talking to going to different kind of groups, um, going into a professional, you know, speaking, uh, whichever it is, there, there does need to be that sense of grounding for you to get out the emotions and understand your own with people that are unbiased. 
what spirit keeps showing me is that there is almost going to be like a a total sense of transformation that occurs that finally allows you to really feel secure in your own sense of emotions instead of feeling everyone else's. For whatever reason, that feels like such an important part. And literally, when I see that shift in you, is it's almost like the last caller. It's like that moment of validation just kind of comes right in. You're like, oh my gosh, why didn't I do this sooner? I can almost feel that thought in you of finally having that connection that does feel secure. I do feel somebody who's um, rather strong. Um, maybe even they have like a strong look or a strong demeanor or something to them, um, but they feel very solid. And that very much represents the energy of the relationship that I do feel you being in solidity, security, you know, honesty, being direct and upfront. These are going to be major components of the relationship that I feel you coming into. So I think right now is the time to really focus. Okay. Who am I still feeling? Go through your mind. Okay, think of somebody that you connected with. When you think of them, do you feel something? Okay, boom. Disconnect emotional attachment right there. Go to the next person. You know, do I still feel something with them? Boom. Disconnect any emotional attachment. <clears throat> this is, it's a, it may sound so easy or simple or trivial or silly or what have you. Believe me, it absolutely works. Next, find yourself in grounding conversations with people who have very open, broad, connected perspectives, people that are not biased. If you're able to do these things, I absolutely feel you stepping into a stronger sense of emotional definition for yourself, which is then going to be reflected in the next partnership, ultimately giving you that sense of security. So um, this is a time to break that cycle. It's a time to break that pattern. Uh, so that way, you know, you can stop seeing these situations happen, you know, kind of over and over again. You've got to draw that line. Okay. Well, do you get when? Um, let me see. I, I feel like Amy's time frame here of like four, I think she said like four to five months. I really feel, mm-hmm. I feel like that's in sync. But let me ask just to be clear. Um, let me see that coming up. Let's see in 20 no. Okay, so right away, um, Spirit does keep showing me next year. Um, and they are showing me like right on springtime. So I do feel like that's within the same parameter. It does take time. You know, I, I think honestly, we never know how much we feel someone until we're faced uh, with those kind of confrontations. And I think it'll it'll take some time, but it's 100% worth the investment if you're finally ready for a healthy, complementary uh, relationship, then it's 100% worth that investment to get that security. So take your time, set these set these lines, and I think you'll be honestly all set to go with that. Mm-hmm. All right, Talon. Hey, well, thank you. I, if you want to come back and keep us updated, I'd love to have you back and you know tell us how things okay. have worked for you, or if there's yeah, anything that you need to like question about, you know, we'll, we'll be here. Okay. Much love, my right. dear. Thank you. Thank you, you for calling in time. Bye. Take care. Bye bye. All right. What do you think, Amy? You think we can do like one more, maybe? Sure. Okay. 
Again, I appreciate you all hanging out here after uh, live air in the switchboards. Um, All right, cleanse and clear my energy here. Okay, we're going to go to our next call, which is going to be area code 917. 917, you're live and on the air. Please tell us your name and where you're calling from today. Hi, thank you for taking my call. I'm calling from New York, and my name is Anita. Hi, Anita. Hi. Hello. Um, How can we help you? Yeah. Um, I would like to know a little bit more about my new um, job that are they're moving me to another place because one place is closing. And uh, I just got there and they're closing it. So now I'm going to be moving to another place. And I'm wondering if this is for me. I also have another interview on Friday working with a whole other group of people. And I'm wondering what do you see for me in terms of all of this? Am I going to stay here? Am I going to move on? Okay. Um. Wow, I feel the first thing that popped my head, so um, I feel you uh, with this company kind of lost a little bit of faith in them. Um, not a lot, just a little bit because, you know, you, you joined them and all of a sudden it's a moving thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it was like within... I want to say within a short period of time, maybe a month that you were there and all of a sudden it was just caught off guard. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And I feel if you were to move um, where they are thinking of moving you, I feel it's going to be at a different state, like a close state like New Jersey or something, but um, less pay for sure. Um, and I think that's one of the reasons why you decided to put uh, that little loss of faith. I also feel that's the other reason why you decided to do an interview um, with another place. And I feel like that interview went really well um, to the point where there was a lot of laughter there. Um, very easy. It, was, it seemed very easy going there. Um, at this other place where you had the interview, and it's almost like you felt like you were, you were definitely more comfortable for sure. Okay. But I feel that one's closer to your home too, possibly. <clears throat> so your question being this, um, and we're going to narrow it down a little bit because I feel like we have definitely have two options. You can move with this company. Um, and, and I'm actually looking at this in twofold, okay? So moving with the company or going with this other place um, is how I'm actually doing your cards. And I'm actually, draw, I drew you four. Uh, if um, the company is not moving, it's just one of their units is closing and another, they already have the other, you know, it's just it within the same place. Right. But it would, it, to me, it's still, it's moving in that sense. It's no longer yeah, we're available. On, right. Um, so I, I drew you four cards. Um, and and I literally got Isa and Hoggle, Ice and Hail. 
um, both upright. Um, so let me ask so I can be a little bit clearer. For this, this other area, would they be placing you in the new area? Is that what you're thinking or is that what you're hoping? No, they're going to place me in a new area, okay. new, in the, in the same place. Okay, because um, I just, I feel that it's really stalled um, timeline. Okay. I really do. Okay. I, I, you know, I, I just, I really feel that you're not, you're not happy there. Um, I feel it's going to be a lot of chaos, hail, literally hail. Yeah. Um, yeah. And just a lot of chaos um, and honestly time frame for that if you were to be placed there and again what I'm telling you is just my opinion mind you okay it's your choice I'm just giving you options as to what I see um, I, I, it's going to last a good year for this um, it, it's going to yeah. be very rocky um, the other two cards <clears throat> would be if you were to take the job where you had the interview at which I feel like I said it's closer to your home mm-hmm. or closer to you. Um, I actually drew Harvest, uh, Grisha, and I also drew Gifu, which is Gift, Upright, um, oh. which, you know, it, that Harvest and that Gift, um, like I said, I, I felt at first, and I told you I felt that that interview went really well, that you seemed very happy there, like very comfortable at that place. Um, so you have options. Um, I would tell you what I would do, and that would be to go with a new place, um, simply because of the fact that when you came into this job within, like I said, a short time, like a month, um, and losing the faith that quickly in your in your job um, usually is not a good sign. Um, and they it was very radical, quick change. Um, yes. And usually for any company that does such a radical, quick change, um, it usually doesn't bode well. And I feel like there's a lot of deep seated issues within as well um, w- within this place um, that really you don't want to get involved in. <laughs> um, the other place I feel is very fresh. I have a nice, fresh, uplifting feeling there. And I really feel it's more geared to where you want to be um, and where you really need to be right now. So right. um Options-wise, like I said, you can stay, but based on what I'm seeing, at least for the first year, it's going to be really, really difficult for you. Other option, you can try a different place, um, and I feel that's really where, right now, this is where I feel your heart lies, and, you know, that could change. Um, yeah. But I feel for the next year, if you were to go with the other one, I feel that you'd be a lot happier, too. Mm-hmm. But your choice. Yeah, we check it too both. 
Well, I, I know, but, you know, sadly, we have to choose sometimes, you know, and um, you've worked yeah. really, really hard, you know, to get where you're at in this business. And I feel like this is a, a mental business, something that uses your mentality a lot. Um, and um, you've gone to school and stuff and you've worked really hard. And I, I, I'll be honest with you, I want to see you succeed as much as you do. You have such a positive energy, such a uplifting positive energy. That's and so you true. make the people around. Yeah, right. Um, mm-hmm. And it, you know, and to be in a place where I feel it's a swirling snowstorm, that is going to suck that positive energy from you so quickly. Um, and and I would like you to really think about it. You know, what are your pros and cons? If you have to, make a list. What are your pros and cons? What are you willing to put up with? What are you willing not to put up with? Well, the thing is, like, I went to see the space and the environment. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, it was not for me. For sure, it's not for me. But Mm -hmm. they're moving that place to a brand new place, which is almost done. Like maybe next year sometime they'll be moving there. I don't know mm-hmm. how that's going to happen, but it's all going to move. Mm. And um, that's like almost ready. The place is almost ready, but, you know, mm. it's going to take time, of course. And that place mm-hmm. I've seen also, and that is very uplifting and nice. I think and then in 10 years, they're going to move back down when it's renovated mm. again, you know, when down when the place downstairs is renovated again, and that can take 10 years. I don't think I'll be there anymore at that point. Mm. But um, I don't know. I mean, this is a great company to work for. I like it. I like the people. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's been a little bit it's been very distorted this change and sorry it's gonna keep dragging me down too oh god forbid no i'm not gonna let that happen mm-hmm. i can't i, I mean just, i saw it i want to jump in here yeah um and tell you my perspective real quick um amy is able to get into so many great details And I'm just seeing some kind of really clear milestones. And so what I see is that where you're currently at now, you know, the place that's kind of going through that transition, I keep being shown, and that word distorted, as soon as you said that, that's where I knew I had to jump in because I keep seeing that exact energy. There's lack of definition. I keep Mm -hmm. feeling, you know, specifically a sort of ringleader or maybe some kind of boss or higher up or someone who is really Mm -hmm. making a great impression is saying the right things, but the actions aren't clearly following suit. And unfortunately it is creating that sense of distortion, chaos, confusion, lack of definition. That's going to be really difficult. um, First of all, for anyone, you know, to be able to work around or under. And so it's because of that, that I, I do see a sort of growing sense of, frustration there um but on the other notion on the other notion when i look at the other the other company the other interview what i keep being shown is that when you go absolutely i really 
definitely recommend going um, and would advise going. I keep being shown that you may not be feeling quite sure or confident about how things went. Um, And so I I feel like you're going to be totally up in the air about how they're either feeling about you or how you connected or what have you. But that's okay, um, because what I keep being shown is that you're actually making a really good impression. Um, I keep mm-hmm. seeing really great communication uh, coming from these people. And to the point where Spirit keeps showing me that there is almost a, you're going to feel like this strange kind of pull within yourself, whether it's a, okay. an intuitive hunch or it, it'll be something okay. something that just really maybe it's just a coincidence you know the way that you see something yeah. the point being you're going to see like a sign it's going to be very very clear i think okay. once you have that moment uh this is when i would advise you to make that decision because i do feel like at some point this other place you know that you're currently at is just going to be cut out i, I very clearly see a separation disconnection I, I i don't see your energy being there long term and so whatever this new company is i really feel like going there going through with the interview and the entire process is going to be very beneficial because it just feels like it unlocks something really really important in your something that you may not even see yet but I keep being shown that it has a sort of, it's like layers of interconnectedness. So I would mm-hmm. definitely be open to what that place has to offer you. Be very, very yeah. open yeah. about, mm-hmm. you know, what you're, you're seeing. Be, be open to receiving any kind of, you know, external synchronized coincidences or signs or what have you. Um, because I do feel like spirit, you know, God, source, universe, however you believe in above yourself, uh, is definitely trying to give you some kind of sign or something to show you, mm-hmm. hey, you know, there's something here that you yeah. have to pay attention to. So yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it's I almost agree. the choice to make, honestly. Yeah, I agree. I, I'm totally not happy with what I saw. And I told my one of my supervisors, I said, yeah, I went there. I saw the place, and it's very depressing to be there. It's darker and everything yeah well you're going to move and this and that and to another to a new place a brand new thing yeah but that can take like you know that can take another two three months Mm -hmm. and I and that's a long time to be working in that kind of environment I don't think Mm -hmm. I just don't see I did not sign up for that to work there for that position maybe I should ask is there anything else that is available for me there in the hospital because I don't know if this is for me. I don't think it would be actually my dear, um, to be honest. Terrible. It's terrible. I'm, it's just it's getting so worse and worse. Yeah. It is. Well, I don't and know. I, I, I mean, I don't know. It's just unappealing at this moment. It's not mm-hmm. something that I w- yeah. am looking forward to. You know, like it's such a depressing place from where I'm, from where I am, at the moment. So I think we're going to get cut off here soon. I think we've almost run out of time on the air. The one thing I want to tell you, though, um, as far as like if there's anything there for you at that other place, the one thing Spirit keeps showing me are um, friendships, socialization. Mm -hmm. There are friendships that are going to be okay to take from that space um, to come with you 
no matter what happens. So I feel like that's going to be the oh, most you mean important. Like thing from there. my job right now, there are friendships. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I feel like okay. some of those that's are going nice. to. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's nice. But other that's than that, nice. I don't see anything promising about another opportunity. Oh, uh, maybe I'll study. Like maybe that I'll go more. back to school <laughs> and do this other yeah, part-time job, you know? Never a bad there idea, other, right? Yeah, there's a lot more out there. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good day. Um, good luck, Anita. Bye. 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 <laughs> All right, we're about to get cut off here. Blog Talk is going to cut us off. So um, I'm so sorry if we did not get to your call, but I appreciate you hanging in there. Please tune into the next show. I do at least two to three shows a week. Um, so if you call in on one of those shows, you know, get, get here early so you can get in uh, on air, and I'll be more than happy uh, to connect with you and talk with you. Amy, oh, my goodness. It was such <laughs> a... a, a amazing experience to connect with you, talk with you, work with you, see you, connect, and, and, and read others. Um, wow. Amazing. <laughs> thank you. It's amazing to be here, and I thank you for everything that you do. I'm so glad we are part of the collective. Oh, me too. Well, it's my pleasure. Again, everyone, uh, all the links to connect with Amy are here uh, on the show page themselves, the Facebook page, website. And if you want to learn, you know, peek into her brain, check out her book. If you want to get in touch with me, Brandon Hauser, just visit me, thedreamteacher.com. Come in tune to social media, Twitter, uh, BHDreamTeacher, Instagram, TheDreamTeacher, Facebook. uh, I believe it's Brandon Hauser, CCHT. Uh, or you can just click on the links here. If you want to stay up to date on the shows, uh, you, of course, can subscribe uh, here on BTR. Or if you want to listen here at home or listen to your reading over again, download the podcast from iTunes Podcast or Google Podcast. Uh, and you can listen to it whenever you want. Replay your reading, listen to it over and over, however you need to. And then come back and check in with us. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you past and present and future listeners that are listening to this on the archives. I appreciate you all being here. Stay up to date on the show and uh, we'll talk to you all soon. Thank you, everyone. Be well. Thank you, everyone. Many blessings.